created as Judah the Brief, Trinidad and Tobago's first priority faith ministry or FPFM is a member church of Pentecostal Assemblies of the West Indies. FPFM is an aspiring deacon in the Lagos Church. Our assembly had its genesis in 1950. Today, under the leadership of our pastors, Reverend Ricardo and Rosemary Joseph, of 30 years or so, we have developed defining statements that indicate who we are. Our vision statement states to be the biblical church impacting communities locally and abroad. Our mission statement is an expansion of our vision. First Priority Faith Ministries Labre is committed to the evangelization of the global community, making disciples of all nations, demonstrating love to all, fellowshipping with each other, and worshiping Jehovah as one, each member being equal and growing actively in ministry. Oh, and I love our theme. Yeah. Sound doctrine, sound living, which guides our activities and motivates us to spend ample time in the Bible, the Word of God. For sure. And in like fashion, our motto, Jesus' last command, our first priority, is the foundation of our name. And we take that to heart. His last command is indeed our first priority. In the Foundations of Pentecostal Theology, page 419, by Duffield Van Cleef in 1983, they state, is the study of the church in its nature, ordinances, ministry, mission, and government. And in recent times, there has been a renewed interest in the study of the doctrine of the church. Every age has had its particular doctrinal emphasis. Our age is no exception, Stevie. Many contemporary theologians and Bible scholars are saying that we need to restudy the doctrine of the church in order that we may understand what the church is and what its mission is in today's world. True, true. And there are several contemporary movements such as the ecumenical. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Ecumenical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the charismatic movement. They have contrib contributed to the resurgence of interest in the New Testament pattern of church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and a revival of the spirit of worship among Foursquare Gospel and other Pentecostal churches has been accompanied by strong concern to better understand the life, ministry, and the leadership of the New Testament church. Hmm. Since the church is the divinely constituted body through which the gospel is preached and believers are nurtured, the careful study and clear understanding of it are obviously important. The best place to begin such a study is with definitions. So today we're going to discuss the church, its definition, its reason for being, and all the factors associated with the church. And this is the priority lounge where the topic of the day is the priority. Yes, family. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome, welcome. welcome FBF and family and the world. I am your girl, Rashala, and I'm here with... I'm Steve. Williams here and welcome to our first episode of the Priority Lounge. Yes, if you missed our trailer episode, be sure to check it out on Priority Lounge. It can be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. This week, we're discussing the church. Let's get into it. So, we have all this. The Right Reverend, the right Ricardo, Reverend. Ricardo Joseph. Our pastor and has been our pastor. He's been pastoring for more than 30 years and has served in various capacities, ranging from missions, evangelism, Sunday school, body and soul, men's ministries, 
women's ministries, and everything in between. Welcome, Pastor. Hi, thanks for the pleasure, the privilege of being your first guest. I'm so honored. Yes, yes, yes. So today we're going to discuss the church, and I know that this topic is on the mind of so many people. People are going to church, people are in church, people are part of the church, but they really don't know what the church is, how we're supposed to function, and I guess that's why we falter in so many ways. So today we want to find out how can we define the church according to the Old and the New Testaments, and how can we better understand the church? Well, um, I, I think that something that is so simple has been complicated. You think so? By, by, by us. Um, and it's amazing to me that human beings complicate things. Yes. Um, the, word, the word that we translate church, the, the Greek say ecclesia, it's basically um, made up of two words, ek, which means uh, out, mm-hmm. kaleo, which means to call, okay. and so it, it, you are called out from, to. Right. Now, it's not necessarily a Christian word as you know because as we have we have associated oh, the church with with, okay, okay. with, 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 with Christian but, but the, 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 the premise of it is, is to call out. Right. And so um they, they were in, in um in certain institutions you in certain um, nations you would have a body of people who are called out from the community to serve the community. Mm-hmm. And so the basic premise okay. of it is a, a people who are called out to serve. So we've so we've we've messed this thing up, right? Well, um, what we, did we think the we, church was before? I, well, I thought the church was come sing two songs and and give an offering. Give an offering, sing a couple of songs, give an offering, listen, make it through the sermon, and greet somebody in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, and I think that that has been that has been the issue that we have been having, guys. Um, if you go back to the Old Testament, you you um I think it's in Acts where where it speaks about the um the church in the wilderness. If you go back to the Old Testament, you would see that um, when God was ready, he called out Abraham from among his, 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 his people, from, from his people, right? And then, and then from Abraham, uh, of his children, God chose Isaac. Right, okay. And then when Isaac had his children, God called out Jacob. Hmm. And out of Jacob came the 12 patriarchs. You see, so and that those became the called out ones, the chosen one. It's not that God was rejecting everybody else, but it's God was calling these people out so that they would be the example of what He wants. They, they would be the, the people who would be exemplify exactly what He wants, how He wants uh, the, the, the thing to go. And so, when we use these words that we have, especially when we come to the Greek Korea Khan and and, and ecclesia. We are talking about um, Korea Khan more leans to belonging to God. Okay. Belonging All right. Belonging to God. to God. Can you pronounce uh, it again for us? Korea Khan, like okay. from Korea's Lord. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Korea Khan, which means, uh, and we had to try to remember because not to put in the rule our R's and that kind of thing, but it's not Spanish, it's Greek. Oh, so Greek, we have no rolling of the R's. No rolling of the R's in Greek, guys. <laughs> So we no, to, como estás no, 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 no,
want to we want to I, I think it, it because of the whole the the how people go with the theological thing and the big studies and, right. and try to use try to impress people by uh, using all the Greek and the mm-hmm. Hebrew and all that kind of thing, they sort of forget that it basically means the call of ones. Call that one. Alright? So, and, and so when we talk about when we talk about defining the church in the, in the very simplest form and, and um, without complicating the thing would be those called out by God to serve. Now, hold on. They are to serve him and also to serve humanity. Okay. So it's not self-serving as well. It's not self-serving. See, that, 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 that's the kind of flip that we have so now. That's the, yeah, for that, sure. That, that's, that's the, the problem that we have, have. When, when we look at church. Because when people see um, what we do as church now, what, what they see? They see people talking about God going to bless you, God going to mm-hmm. make you rich, God going to give you that kind of yeah. thing, which is kind of self-serving. So it kind of turn in what? Wow. Okay, so let me, let me, let me, okay, let, okay. Let, let me let you go. No, 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 I, no. we I, listening, we listening. I don't want to give. <laughs> we listening. <laughs> so, so we're the so called out one. Called out one. Called, called out, out to serve. To serve him and to serve our brethren. Yes. Okay, I get it. I so get I, it. I have simply, let me just say this. I have simplified um, my life and what I'm supposed to do. So right. two things, I, I, and this is my, this is my, what uh, your my personal statement, my, my statement, my mission statement, or whatever you want to oh, call okay. it. Love God, serve people. Love God, serve people. Yeah. That's simple. Well, on 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 that note, in in, in, in serving people, in, in serving people, because a lot of times um we we we, we all hear and and, and 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 would it be TV, would it be Facebook, would it be Instagram, would it be even in our churches in the, in the buildings, you hear people call themselves apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. Um, um, what, what, do you have any special designation like, like for members or, 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 or how does this actually play into being a church and just having a name or, or, you see, you explain to me. The best, the best title, the best title that, that you can have is servant. Because Jesus, when we stand before him, he's not going to say, well done, thou good and faithful apostle or pastor or, or bishop or, or anything like that. He's going to say, well done, our good and faithful servant. So it's the best title to have. You, there's no conflict. Because he, he himself said to us that I didn't come for you to minister unto me, but I came to minister to you. So in other words, he's saying, and the word minister is where we get our, our um, English word when you break it down. Deacon. See, okay. to dig, but 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 it goes a little further than that. Mm-hmm. It, the word means to wait on tables. Wait. So the ministers that we have now, the ones that we see on stage, they're not they're not truly truly showing what ministers supposed to be. Are you saying that we're getting it wrong somewhere? We, we just have a little a little complication where we are mixing up mm-hmm. how Jesus operates. Okay. How. Jesus served. He he he, he, he took off clothes, stooped down, girded girded himself, and washed the disciples' feet. So so he did that. He he, he served. He ministered to the people. He said, "I didn't come for you to minister to me. Mm-hmm. I came to minister." So and he says, "This is my example to you. This is what okay. you have to do. This is how you are supposed to follow through with this. You you go now and do likewise." 
served you, you are not greater than me, he says. The, the, the servant, the, the, the disciple is not greater than his master. So, you go, if I am doing this to you, you do this for others. Wow, okay. And speaking about service, um, I think that, 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 that now would be a good time where if you need to get some service, you could get some shimlicious pizza. Shimlicious pizza. of the saltfish pizza. pizza. Yes. of the saltfish pizza. Yes. Of course, shimlicious. She is one of our very own here at FPFM and the owner of shimlicious pizza who has been recently completed a degree. She's looking for gainful employment and hey, after a few months, you know, with the pandemic and everything, she tried her hand on it. Hey, shimlicious pizza. Make mm-hmm. a pizza now. That's what Shimalicious, that's what Shimon, she did. She made a pizza and she served and it's, it's one of the best, I think. It's I think. one of the best and her tagline is literally Shimalicious Pizza, the best pizza in South Trinidad. She's a registered business, registered all the way in 2013 and now her business is booming. Yes, and you can find her on, on, on all of the social media, Instagram, Facebook, you could even Google Waze mm-hmm. Yeah, you can find her location. Get her on Google Waze, get her on Waze, get her on Google Maps. If you prefer to go cashless, Shimalicious Pizza provides a links and a credit card payment option. Shimalicious Pizza is open every day at 11 to 8 p.m. Contact Shimalicious Pizza today at 346-8280. That's 346 346- 8280 Shimlicious Pizza, the best pizza in Trinidad. Yes, we had to put in that plug there for Shimlicious. Yeah, we gotta get it. Yeah, we gotta get it. All right, so let's get back to the church. Let's get back to the church. We know that we are the called out ones, called to serve. We know that the best title that we can have as a member of the church is servant. So after that, what do we do with it? What do we do? What's our mission? What what is what, the, what is the plan that God has for us? Well, it, it's simple. It's simple. Um, if I can if I can break it down um, to three things that God that I believe is said to us. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, if, I, if you allow me, I'm going to hit three C's. Three C's. All right. So first up, God gave us the great commandment: mm-hmm. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. That's the great commandment. So the church is commanded to love people and love people unconditionally. Um, love the vagrant okay. on the street. Uh, um, love the love, love the, 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 the man who is the, the alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever their condition is, because Christ died for them. Mm-hmm. That you see, we see people. Through these lenses, alcoholic, drug addict, um, murderer. Um, this, this is how we see people. But we don't see people in need of Jesus Christ. Sin and its pernicious effect on the hearts of the human has, has, has just degraded man to such a, a low that he doesn't even seem to understand who he is and what so he almost behaves like an animal and, and and sometimes the church looks at these people and from and say why can't they and why can't they and why can't they but here's what we have to remember as, as the church is that we're not perfect you know and, and you know it, it's all right as long as we remember that we are not perfect and that when we god is using these 
as imperfect people to do a perfect job. To bring men out of sin. So love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as you love yourself. So that's the first thing, the great commandment. The second thing that God does is that he gives us, he gives us the great commission. And everybody knows about the great commission. You know, to go into all the world and make disciples. That's the commission. The commission is not just to go. The commission is to make disciples. It's one of the places where the church has kind of fallen down. Um, because the church used to be, used to be good at evangelizing. But, but we have not been good at discipling. Because discipling takes time. Discipline is going to cost you something. Think about it. That Jesus came and he chose some men, 12, he called to himself. And he spent three years with them trying to disciple them. He spent three years discipling these men. Now, these are men who are coming from a Jewish background, would have some understanding of the scripture and that kind of thing. And so they have some, some bearing of the true God. So they, 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 they come in from that place and he is trying to disciple them. And he takes three years to do that. Think about us in our time here where we are trying to disciple people and we think that um, three months in a converse class once a week is good enough. For people who are coming from a place where they, they, they don't know the scripture as those guys did. They didn't grow up in that kind of community where, where the scripture is being read for them and, and, and live with those kinds of principles. Think about us now trying to do that in three months. When it took Jesus three years and it still had some work to do after he left them. So now, making disciples is what the church is about. But if, if we understand it, if we love God, with all our heart, with all our soul, our mind. He says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Right? And the commandment is to love men. And if we love men, we don't want to see them go to hell. So, the church will get up and go and make disciples. See? And so, we need to understand that. So, let me give you the last C. The last, so I give you the great commandment, the great commission. The last one is the great commitment. The great commitment. And the great commitment works two ways. It's where Jesus called his disciples in, in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 to commit themselves to the work that he called them to. To make disciples of all men. And then he said to them, I am going to commit to you the Holy Spirit who is going to enable you to live right and empower Empower you to be my witness. So he didn't just tell them, go and make disciples and left them without any assistance. He said, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit and he's going to do this thing through you. You're going to submit to him and he's going to do this thing through you. So when we talk about the what the church is about and what the church should be doing, this is what it is. That the church should be making disciples because we love God. And he's given us the power, that love that is shed abroad in our heart. He's given us that love to love people, even people who are unlovely. We 
can love them. And then he has given us the, the, the power, the Holy Spirit who lives in us. And we are able through the power of the Holy Spirit as we submit our lives to live like Jesus and also to reach men. So, um, so what about the other C, communion? How does that play in the ordinances of the church today? Um, let's let, let's talk about all right. So communion, you have to, that that word is such an interesting word because when we think about communion, basically we think about the bread and the yeah, that's what we wine, that's what we think right? about yeah. But if you if you if you look carefully and and, and, and we, we we gotta go through the scripture. We can't just take one verse in in itself. We we always have to contextualize it. And if we look at at, at what it is. God created us to live in community. Mm-hmm. We, we live and grow in community. Look back at the um, look back at, at where it started when when uh, when Cain killed his brother Abel. So Cain killed Abel. Why? Because the Bible says that they both offered a gift to God, but Abel gave God of his best. And Cain just gave God something. He said, hey. And so God blessed Abel, but didn't have, didn't accept Cain's gift. And Cain thought, you know what? I don't like what, what happened. And so instead of turning around and doing the right thing, he decided to kill his brother. Probably he thought that if he killed his brother, he probably would get his brother's blessing. God said to him, no, 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 you don't, you don't appreciate community, you don't appreciate family, you don't understand how, why you have to grow in community. So what does God do? God said, you're going to be a vagabond, you're going to be running all over the place, uh, you're going to be a fugitive and a vagabond. But later on in the scripture, we see Cain came to a place where he got a wife, he had children, and he named the city after his son. So then we realize that Cain understood the value of community. And that transformed his life. It changed his life. Yeah. And so when you bring that over into the into the New Testament, when you come over to the New Testament, you see the church beginning. And in the book of um in the book of Acts, I, I believe it is. In the book of Acts, um, in, in chapter two, you, you see something. Um from verse, let me read from verse 14 and see what it says. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers, and fear came upon them. And go down to verse 46. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and the breaking of bread and continuing from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Communion. Community. That's one of the things that, you know, during this time of pandemic and that kind of thing, um, the the, 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 the local congregations have been have been taking a hit yes because um, things have gone online and so people are now staying staying away from communion 
I don't. I haven't forgotten you, Stevie. Mm-hmm. They're staying away from communion, and now we are we are we are into division. So we stay in a house and we and we can do our own. We can have our own bread and wine home mm-hmm. instead of in community as God designed it. And so the church is about bringing back that sense of community and helping people to understand that we grow. Notice something. People who stay away from the communion, from the the community, they usually grow cold in their relationship with God after some time. But the people who come together because we rub off on one another and we encourage one another, we can, the fire stays lit. We stay hot. We keep going. We, we keep encouraging. Because if, 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 if we are walking together, if one slip, the other one can pull them up. But if you're alone, it's not going to happen. So when we talk about church, we're also talking about communion, community. I, know you, I don't know if, if, if you're already thinking about the bread and the wine. But um, when I think about it. <laughs> we, we literally thought about the ordinances that we observe as a church. Communion, water baptism, those those things that we observe. And, you know, we see people going up. You can only do this when you're baptized, you know, that sort of thing. But you are bringing it from a whole different perspective. Because, it, it, it's, it's, yes, we have put these rules in that, mm-hmm. you know, you have, to, you have to baptize to partake in the holy ordinance of communion. Um, and so the, bap- the baptism comes first, and then we we, we, we give you a first communion. <laughs> first communion. <laughs> so, Did you know, just basically that, that that's what that's what it is. I, um, and so we give, make it a special thing as we take we extend to you the right hand of fellowship, right. bringing you into the church, and and you are served specially on that one day. Because the one next day. the rest of the year, the rest of the time you had to fetch, fetch, um, just fetch for yourself. I remember you that fed. day, and then after that I was fending for myself. Yeah, you had to fend for yourself, fend for yourself <laughs> after that. But 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 the whole thing of they coming together, even if you understand the communion as they had it then. When you read um, when you read uh, Paul in, in, in Corinthians, you realize that it was not just on what we do with the little piece of bread. It was like a love feast they would have when they come together. They would, people would walk with meals. That's why Paul says, "How come when you come together, some of you drunk, and some you have nothing?" And some people have plenty to eat, and some have nothing. That's not how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to bring what we have and share it with one another. That's what's supposed to be the the, the fellowship, the communion, the communion of the saints. That's what it's supposed to be about. We're showing, we're demonstrating our love for one another. But but we we have we have we have we have. I mean, I I don't know. We have. Uh, we have pimped out the church. I don't know if I can say that in a new podcast. We we have pimped out the church. We have, I mean, we have put on. I don't. I was going to say some twenty twos, but um, I don't think it's twenty twos we put on. You know, we 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 we, we probably put on some thirties. We 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 just pimp out the whole thing, and 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 we have all kind of colors painted on it so that we can attract people by the beauty of what we are showing them instead of the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is still the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. So we may have be having something that we call the church today where you may have a lot of unbelieving believers. Unbelieving believers. 
get a lot of people who are in the church but don't believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. So they're in the buildings and they're in the organizations, but they're not saved. They haven't repented of their sins. They haven't submitted their lives to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Because a lot of times in the church, what, what do we do? What do we do? We invite people up to the altar. They say a prayer. All right? And after the prayer is over, um, they, they do three months um, in, a, in a converse class. class, class yeah. And then they move on. But, but, but when we understand church, and when we understand what the church is about and what the church is supposed to do, it's not just about leading me to, to say a sinner's prayer and accept Jesus, but also for me to accept the Lordship of Jesus Christ in my life. You see, let, let, his, um, uh, let his kingdom reign in my life. Wait, 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 wait. Explain this. You want his kingdom to reign in your life? Yes. What if we understand kingdom? Mm-hmm. Understand that that term, kingdom, or the king's dominion, okay. the place where the king reigns, where he exercises authority. That's his dominion. So that's the kingdom. That's a shortening. Okay. The king's dominion, the kingdom. So if 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 I come to the church. And the church is supposed to represent the kingdom of God on the earth. Me as an individual have to acknowledge and accept the lordship of Jesus Christ. So it's not just accepting Jesus Christ as my savior, but it's also accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord. So that he would reign in my life. So now I I am able to now, as as a believer, as as a Christian, live the exchange life. You know that, 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 um, that, that passage that we have in Galatians 2.20. I am crucified yeah. with Christ. Yeah. And let me just read it this way. I am crucified with Christ. And I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. And so the life that I now live. I now live through the faith of the son of God who loves me. And has given his life for me. So now I have exchanged my old life. And taken up his life that he has given to me. So I live through his righteousness. He lives vicariously through me. As I submit myself to his lordship. It's not automatic. It's not just going to happen. There there must be effort on my part. But what we are having in the church today. Is that the church is not talking about this. Because we are giving people uh, an easy way in. Because... uh, this might sound kind of crazy, but forgive me. It, it seems like if we preachers are more interested in you giving your money than in you giving your life. I almost wanted to say preach, brother. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. Oh, gosh. But that's not what the church is about. Because. If, 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 it is, if, it is, if the church is the church, it's God's church, then God has the responsibility to supply the needs of the church. We preach that, right? We, 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 we preachers get up there, you're going to trust God. God is going to bless you. Well, yeah, I believe that. But we also have to trust God. 
that we can tell people the truth because it's only the truth that is going to make them free. And we want people to be free in the church so that they can worship God in spirit and in truth by doing what he says. So when we're talking about church, called out, but called out to serve. So we can go into all these theological things and all the all the, 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 the grammatical constructions of the ecclesia and then curiacon and all those kinds of things. But when you get down to it, when you get down to it, the church is the body of Christ. We represent Jesus here on the earth. Alright? We represent Jesus. And that, that's what you got. You, you gotta walk with that now in your mind. That I am a representative of Jesus. Now, here's what I gotta ask myself. How am I doing in my representation? Because if I am his ambassador, he isn't here, but he has called me and he has sent me out as his ambassador. What is my message? My message is only what he tells me. Jesus did it, you know. He, he, he helped us with that. He, he's, he's, when when, the, when the, the scribes and the Pharisees were confronting him, he says, he says, the words that I speak are not mine. It's my father. I, I'm saying what my father told me to say. I'm doing what my father told me to do. So he was the perfect example of what the ambassador is. And now he's saying, church, I'm calling you to be like me. As the father sent me, in the same way I'm sending you. So when we're talking about church, we're talking about people who are walking lockstep with Jesus. So we're then supposed to be the perfect print of Jesus Christ or the perfect print of God. And speaking about prints, Primary Prints, get your custom printed items today. Primary Prints is a sole trader business started in 2018 by Kelly Williams. Kelly is a member of FPFM who provides custom printed items such as hoodies, t-shirts, ceramic mugs, key rings, puzzles, placemats, and many other gift items. Kelly searched for a second source of income because we all need a little extra cash and she founded Primary Prints. Custom printed items are the perfect gifts. According to Kelly, seeing customers smiling and satisfied with the product is a great feeling and knowing that they're giving them a gift for probably Christmas, Valentine's or a birthday is even better. By the way, Valentine's Day is coming up and Kelly has wonderful specials for all the couples out there. Primary Prints. Get your custom printed items today. Contact Primary Prints on WhatsApp or call at 372-4334. That's 372-4334. Facebook, it's Primary Prints. Instagram, Primary underscore Prints. And email PrimaryPrints at Hotmail.com. Primary Prints. Get your custom printed items today. Yes, yes. We have to plug that in there. So, the question... The, the burning question, and I think that a lot of us, um, it's something which needs to be answered. How can we effectively be the church? Wow. That's probably a billion dollar question. Here's the two dollar answer. Follow Jesus. And I, I know, I know that sounds very simplistic. But that has just been the problem that we've been having. <laughs> we have been trying to, to, to convolute the thing. 
and we have, we have been trying to make it so difficult for people to follow Jesus. You know, you have to jump through this hoop and skip over this wall. And no, 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 just, 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 just follow Jesus. And if we be the example, the exemplars of who Jesus is, of the Christ life, it makes it a lot easier for people to follow him. Because you and you would be the epistles known and read of men. So when they see you, they don't just need to read the Bible anymore. They say, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You see that life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what I want. And so we are modeling who Jesus is. That's what the church is supposed to do. The church is supposed You are called out from the world. That's the church. But, but you know, the church seems to begin worldly. Everything the world do, we want to do it too. So, so when, when we are supposed to be salt and light and flavor and change the world, the world is now changing the church and the church is trying to adapt to the principles of the world. I mean, we have people in, in, in the church who have softened the views on, on so many things. Uh, things that the, 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 the Bible says is sin. People in the church are saying, that was then. It's a different time. And I trying to figure out, so God changed his mind. and So he has to go back to those people and say to them, well, guys, I know how to tell you all this sin and punish you all um, for this. Um, listen, he's, uh, he's in your love. I'm going to forgive you all. Don't worry. I'm wiping that off the slate. Um, that's no longer a sin. No, 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 no. The principles of God are eternal. It don't change. And if God says, this is the way we have to operate, this is the way we have to operate, all right? L- let's not get it twisted. L- let's not, let's not, let's not go crazy here, all right? It, it is what it is. We are the temple of God, all right? The Holy Spirit lives in us, all right? We are not perfect, all right? So let's, let, let, let's get out of the way, because how you... How you and I come across to the unsaved person may make them believe that it is impossible for them to live a Christian life. We don't become across like if we don't sin. Like we don't have a bad thought. It's true and we make it known daily to everyone around us. Yeah, we make them feel like we we are angels. We could just fly away to heaven. But (laughs) the reality is that's not true. We have struggles like everybody else. We have to we have to remind ourselves on a daily basis. No pornography is not good for me. No, um, that is you know. We, the, Paul Paul says Paul says somewhere, the good things I want to do I find myself not doing, and the evil things I find myself. He says, boy, so I, I, the struggle is there in the flesh. It's so really he says, no, I, I have to I have to reckon myself dead indeed to sin and alive to God. What is he saying to us as a church? He is saying to us that the former nature, the former thing, the old man, that he says it passed away, right? The old man has passed away, right? But, but hold on, hold on, hold on. The old man, he says, you have to reckon him dead. You have to take the whole scripture. He says the old is passed, the new is come. All right? But you have to remind the old man that he did. That's why as we go through life as, as believers, there are these struggles. Sometimes some thoughts come in your mind and you have to remind yourself, oh, no, 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 
No. And that's why we are constantly seeking to renew our minds on a daily basis. Renewing our minds. Getting, he says, put off concerning the old man and put on. And he uses the word almost like put putting off clothes and taking. I mean, you and I, we, 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 you, go, you go home, you leave here today, you go home. You're going to undress. You don't just stop and, and all your clothes come off. It's piece by piece you're taking it off. But he says, as you take off something, you put on something. The challenge with some of us, and then we put off, and we decide, I will stay there back. But then we need clothes because you start to feel cold. cold. You grab the closest thing near to you, and the, old, the closest thing sometimes is the old it's thing. The same thing that you just put off. Yeah. That's what the devil is that we have. See? Because, because we have made choices. Listen, the thing's simple, you know. The church, if the church understands it, if the church gets it right, here's what the church is going to find itself doing. Doing the same thing every day. We're going to be praying. And that's what the church is supposed to do. As, as believers, we're supposed to spend time in prayer, seeking God's face, getting his direction. We're supposed to spend time in his word. Ah, yeah, we're supposed to get together to fellowship. Yeah, we're not supposed to sit the assembly. Yeah, we're supposed to fellowship. That we're supposed to share our faith, yeah, and we're supposed to give. All of that was right there in Acts. All of that is the passage that I read. They, 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 they brought their stuff and they gave it so that they can share for all the believers. Yeah, they had they had the, the communion where they came together, moving from house to house, fellowshipping. Yeah, they they were they were sharing um, the word of God with people, and so God was adding to the church daily, such as should be saved. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. So there was always that study of the word of God. And later on, as it grew, we see it with, um, with, with, with Paul, especially the expansion into missions, into reaching the lost. Mm-hmm. We, we see it there. So, so this is what the church is about. Now, if, you, if, if the church is not evangelizing, if the church is not making disciples, if the church is not reaching the world, then that's not a church, that's a social club. You, you cannot be the church of Jesus Christ and not be reaching the, the, the unsaved. You can't be the church and only focusing on those who are inside. The church is to reach outward to bring them in. And train them when you bring them in to reach outward to bring them in. And train them to... So you understand? Yeah. You understand? Um, I, I told somebody one day that the Christian life is a monotonous life. But not monotonous in a very negative way. It, monotonous in that we do the same things every day. But as we do it more and more, the intensity and the passion that, 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 that we generate... Our love for God increases. Our love for people increases. We want to reach the lost because we don't want to see them go to hell. We are, we, we, we are in, excited about the, 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 the power of the Holy Spirit who indwells our life. And incidentally, I tell people, the Holy Spirit is not there to give you a thrill. The Holy Spirit is not to give you goosebumps. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Holy so, Spirit is not to make you feel tingly all over. No tingly. No, no, you can feel the tingles and that's your emotions running there. Okay. But that's not the Holy Spirit. The, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is so that you can live right. Two things, two things the Holy Spirit does for us. That you can live right so he enables you to live right. 
That's the power of God for you to live right. And then he empowers you to be a witness for Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit didn't come for you to do miracles. You know, there are people sitting down in in buildings praying, Lord, let us see some miracles so that we can go out there and and, and tell people about you. And and, and God is sitting down in heaven saying, did you read the Bible? He said, did you? He 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 says, if you go and tell them, these signs shall follow. You see, signs don't come before. Signs follow. But that's how we got the church all twisted. And so what we are doing really is not church. We are doing something else. Social club. Social club. Social club. Until we can get back to the biblical understanding of the church and what the church is for, we are going to continue having times like these where people are dying and going to hell because nobody told them about Jesus. Because we were too busy focusing on ourselves. We was too busy preaching um, <clears throat> um, nice sermons. Don't worry, God understands. You're, you're not a sinner. Um, God understands. You can be your best self even without repenting. Um, <clears throat> and, and that's what we are having. So the church needs to wake up. Come back to the word of God and do what called us to do. We are the household of God. We are the temple of God. There are, there are so many different um, things that people that the Bible uses for Peter says we are the people of God. Chosen generation, royal priesthood, all, all, all that kind of thing we, we, we have there about the church. get back to the Bible and get back to scripture. Yeah. So we are everything. And we aspire to be the biblical church. And we believe that under the sound leadership of our pastors, and most importantly, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, one day we will sit in the church and embrace all kinds of different. We must be the forerunner. See you next time. Thanks for listening.